1: The Nepsis Capital Management Studios. This is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRochstra.
0: Today is the first full day of President Trump's summer vacation. For the next two and a half weeks, the president will be staying at his private golf club in Bedminster, New Jersey. It's the first extended vacation of his presidency, even though he ridiculed then-President Obama for taking vacations and golfing. Of course, the work of being president never stops. And like his predecessors, President Trump is accompanied by advisors and security on his vacation, ready to handle a crisis at all hours from any location. Greg Clidgestin, Washington.
2: The search is on for three U.S. Marines who went missing after their Osprey aircraft crashed into the sea off the east coast of Australia while trying to land. Officials at Marine Base Camp Butler in Japan say 23 of the 26 personnel aboard the aircraft already have been rescued. This is SRN
3: News. Hey, this is Mitch Berg of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And perhaps you've heard, it's crazy out there. We've got terrorists threatening our liberties every which way you turn. And that's just the Democrats in D.C. and St. Paul. So what are you supposed to do? Well, for starters, tune in the Northern Alliance Radio Network. That's me every Saturday from 1 to 3. And Brad Carlson every Sunday from 2 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Listen to The Narn every Saturday at 1 and
1: Sunday at 2 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio.
2: Just after 2 o'clock, and the Northern Alliance Radio Network with the headliner Mitch Berg continues next year. We're glad to have you with us. Be sure to tune in to The Closer, Brad Carlson. He'll wrap things up tomorrow at 2 p.m. right here on The Patriot. And for the best economic insight, there is only one place to turn, and that's the King Banion Show over on Business 1440, Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9. Together, they're the Northern Alliance Radio Network. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, upper 70s today, a chance of a shower this afternoon. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you have a quality job done right, from expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance
1: is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Byrd. AM 1280,
3: The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. This is the show that says, send us your tired, huddled masses who are yearning to see red. We are, in fact, in talk radio great again. I am Mitch Berg. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I heard 1 to 3 every Saturday afternoon Fort Low. these last almost 14 years now we are going on 13 and a half years rapidly heading towards 14 years of dominating Twin Cities weekend radio along with my colleagues uh, Brad Carlson every Sunday from 2 to 3 and King Banyan every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. on our sister station a.m. 1440 The Businessman with the Northern Alliance Radio Network we're the first community conservative talk radio show in america just drawn organically from the community around us and we're still the best in the business i say that with all due humility emphasis on do hum. i'm not being humble at all we got a lot to be proud of here we have a lot of fun doing this actually and that's really what it's all about that and you know educating the masses 651-289-4488 is the number to call Uh, so much going on today, but I saw this next story break out this morning, and I thought, boy, I'm going to have to cover this. And I don't want to because the story really broke early this morning, and Berg's 18th law is still very, very much applicable. Now you say, what's Berg's 18th law? Berg's laws, of course, are ironclad rules of human behavior, especially human political and media behavior. They are called laws because they are absolutely, uh, they're absolute. They, they have no exceptions. In years of observation, I've found no exception to any of Berg's laws, and that's why they're laws and not patterns or suggestions or Did you notices. Well, this one is Berg's 18th law of media latency. Nothing the media writes or says about any emotionally charged event, a mass shooting, a police shooting, uh, bombing, anything should be taken seriously for at least 48 hours after the original incident. Because most of what they report will be rubbish as media outlets vie to scoop each other even on incorrect facts. And I try to follow this. I try to follow this with mass shootings. And and by the way, it almost invariably is proven right. I can think of very few cases in recent years when uh, I've not followed that law and regretted it. So for the next... I don't know. What is it now? Two o'clock. So for basically the next two and uh, next day and two thirds, we should really take everything we read about this story, see about the story with a block of salt. I was going to say a grain of salt, but in fact those blocks of salt they give to horses out on ranches are probably more applicable. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you didn't grow up country. I'm here to tell you that's right. (laughs) So, uh, Used to sell those in grocery stores when I was a kid. I, I grew up so country. You'd walk in the front door of the Super Value in Jamestown. There'd be horse blocks, these ten-pound cinder blocks of salt sitting in the front of the of the grocery store. That's how country it was when I was a kid. Anyway, however, the the story is out there, and the story is is uh, not going away, and for good reason. It's if it, all is as it is being made to appear. It's it's a bad story here. Uh, someone apparently threw a bomb. This, is according to the Rochester Post Bulletin, whose, by the way, political biases are a matter of of absolute record. Uh, someone apparently threw a bomb through a window of a suburban Minneapolis mosque this morning, as people were preparing for morning prayers, damaging the imam's office but not injuring anyone. An official said. The blast happened at around 5 a.m. at the Dar al Farouk Mosque, uh, which, uh, Dar- excuse me, the Dar al Farouk Islamic Center in Bloomington. Police Chief Jeff Potts said at a news conference that investigators were trying to determine the cause of the blast. Assad Zaman, uh, director of the Muslim, Society of Amer- uh, Muslim American Society of Minnesota, said at a news conference that a witness saw something being thrown at the Imam's office window from a van or truck before the blast. WCCO-TV reports that he said it may have been a firebomb. Mohammed Omar, the center's executive director, said a worshiper saw a pickup truck speeding away afterward. There were 15 to 20 people inside the mosque when the blast happened. Worshippers managed to extinguish the blaze before firefighters arrived, the society said said in a news release. The mosque, which primarily serves people from the area's large Somali community, Occasionally receives threatening calls and emails. Its executive director, Mohammed Omar, told the Star Tribune. The mosque serves as a religious center and community organizing platform for Muslim activists and leaders in the area, said the society, which is offering a $10,000 reward for information that leads to an arrest or conviction. The FBI and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco and Firearms and Explosives are assisting in the investigation. I'm looking at the photos of the of the uh, incident outside the Darl Farouk Mosque, as uh, the police uh, this a photo that appears in the Rochester Post Bulletin, and I presume some other newspapers that uh, looks to be a uh, AP excuse me a Star Tribune photo that the Post Bulletin is carrying of a couple of cops investigating, looking at a broken window with what looks to be a couple of burned out uh, window shades blinds in the background uh so it seems likely that speculation that it is a firebomb a molotov cocktail of some kind uh rather than a bomb in the traditional sense of the term uh would be applicable here uh it's a four pane window three of the panes are unbroken a bomb goes off in a room those window panes are out of there and you wouldn't have people putting out putting out flames in an adjoining room you'd have people uh, recovering uh and and trying to get their eardrums to stop ringing. Uh, At any rate, so it looks to me, an utterly amateur observer, that this is a firebombing. Again, again, I am just as subject to Berg's 18th law as anyone. Anything I say for the first 48 hours is basically discussion father at this point. And anything that you hear from the media is, again, something you need to keep in context, keep in perspective, for the next, well, for the next uh, 40 to 30, 36 hours or so. However, and, and, by, and by the way, it's equally as likely, given the record of hate crimes in the last six months, it is equally as likely to be a, a false flag attack, an attack by someone trying to discredit local uh, conservatives, local Trump supporters, local anti-immigration activists as it is to have been actually someone who genuinely hates Muslims enough to try to burn their mosque down. That being said, even odds uh, still means as even odds it is somebody who hates Muslims throwing a firebomb through the window of a mosque running around out there. And we talked about this a few weeks ago. There is a small Highly vocal minority in in Minnesota politics and uh, largely centered in the Republican Party at this point, notwithstanding the fact that some of the best Somali politicians in Minnesota are Republicans at this point. Let's just leave that aside for a moment here. leaving aside the fact that the Republican Party went all out in supporting a Muslim politician for Phyllis Kahn's seat, a Muslim Somali politician for Phyllis Kahn's seat, it is a fact that there is a small and deeply motivated minority, a vocal minority of people in the Republican Party, especially in a couple of our congressional districts, who are highly motivated in fighting what they call creeping Sharia. And... You look at some of the things that are happening in in Western Europe, it's easy to get alarmed. And you listen to some of the alarmist tales about what certain factions of Islam, certain imams at at, at mosques in Detroit and Baltimore and Oakland are saying about what they intend and what certain YouTube videos of Muslims in America saying about how they want to institute Sharia law uh, in the United States. It's, It's it's. easy to take those in isolation and out of context and say, well, we've got something to look out for. We've got something to watch out for in this country. There is a clear and present threat to overthrow the Western system of morality and justice and replace it with Sharia law. Now, it's true in the sense that there is a thin film of Muslims out there who Treat the idea of jihad as a literal commandment to overthrow everyone who isn't an orthodox Muslim by rhetoric or by force, whichever applies, whichever works, and institute Sharia. It. We've, we've talked with terror experts on this show who say that perhaps 10 to 15 percent of Somali Americans, who are, again, probably the least stable community of Muslims in America— one of the most most unstable communities of immigrants in America, and they, even they, officially are, not not officially, unofficially, according to people who watch this for a living and aren't affiliated with any government body, are 10 to 15% likely to sympathize with radical Islam, to sympathize with radical jihad. And of that, 10 to 15% a percentage will actually actively take part, which brings us down to 1 to 1.5% of the population. And of them, a tiny fraction will actually do something with that active support, go out and and do anything to further radical Islamist jihad. Even among Somalis, 85 to 90% Of them are here for the same reasons that our great-grandparents came here, to find a life where everyone isn't shooting each other up, and where you don't have to worry about your children starving. To which, and I've put this out there to certain parties to that belief set in recent weeks, and the ones whose responses can be broadcast— Usually start with the ad. I uh, frequently start with the ad hominem. Oh, you just believe a bunch of stuff that a bunch of naive Western people with Western points of view have. Well, no, I've got a pretty good background in how Islam works. My, I've had family live in Turkey for many years. I, I can read. I can read that vast swathes of the Muslim world don't attack anybody. I mean, the biggest Muslim country in the world is Indonesia. When was the last time you heard of an Indonesian or a Malaysian terrorist? When was the last time you heard of an Indian Muslim terrorist? I mean, 20% of those billion people in India, that's over 200 million, are Muslims. Who are they blowing up? Some of them blow up Hindus. That's an ethnic battle. It's not a a battle of of jihad against Hindus. That's a battle of, of, of Gujaratis duking it out with Hindus. It's an ethnic battle, like, like Northern and Southern Ireland. There's something else about this, and I, I believe I'm getting close to break time here, that I want to discuss with some of you. Some, of, some people, I know some of you are in the audience. I know some of them are in my social media crowd. But this idea of who is and is not subject to, amenable to democracy we're we'll going to talk about that in a moment. we come back. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I
0: agree, I to, to say that, but oh, Take Off. Take off, through the great
1: might Take off, it's a beauty way to go. Take off, through the great
4: might
0: go. He's insane, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's good.
1: Okay, so good day. Our topic.
0: Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM 1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities. And their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Blue Ox Heating and Air is
5: celebrating seniors and their contribution to our community. To show their appreciation, Blue Ox is offering all seniors 20% off their furnace and air conditioning services every Wednesday. If you're a senior, you deserve it. Take advantage of Blue Ox's 20% off senior discount each Wednesday. Let Blue Ox improve the comfort in your home. 7634-BLUE-OX and GoBlueOx.com
4: Blue Ox
6: Heating and Air Legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
0: Are you suffering with hearing loss? Are you sick of people constantly complaining that your TV is too loud? Are you tired of asking people to speak up? Would you like to hear more clearly, but you don't want to wear a hearing aid that makes you look old? Then you need to try Listen Clear. A life changing breakthrough designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. Listen Clear is fully adjustable so you can find the thought perfect way to hear almost everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And right now you can try Listen Clear absolutely free with free shipping. We'll even give you free batteries for life. So call now 1 855 568 4327. Listen Clear is lightweight and completely hassle free and it's practically invisible. Call for your risk-free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now, 1-855-568-4327. That's 1-855-568-4327, 1-855-568-4327.
6: Amazing to realize, but you know, it's been almost two years I've been talking with you about Relief Factor, and I can tell you I've been continually inundated with testimonials. This is Michael Medved, and I've received thousands of testimonials that come in telling me how excited people are to be out of pain. Like Bob from Ohio, who writes, I had a herniated disc in my back in 1984. I started taking Relief Factor, and for the first time, I have been completely out of constant, sometimes excruciating pain. I'm now able to work in the yard, around the house, and do my job in comfort. This is a great product. That's the end of the quote. If you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle pain, aches, pains of any kind, do what tens of thousands of others have done so successfully. Go to ReliefFactor.com and order their three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. dollars 500 8384 That's 1-800-500-8384.
3: 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Join me, won't you please? So So, there was a bombing in Bloomington this morning. Appears to this utterly untrained but not completely daft observer that it was a, a firebomb. Berg's eighteenth law says really anything you hear for the next thirty six hours. Uh, it being almost twelve hours since the bombing, now I guess uh, thirty nine hours probably uh, from now we'll start to get some actual information out of this uh, out of this investigation. Uh, I'd say it's at least a fifty percent chance that it was a false flag, a hoax, a liberal who's trying to turn the harsh light of opprobrium on those he disagrees with. But that leaves even if that is. 50, even the odds are 50-50, that means it's a good 50-50 chance that someone out there really, really, really hates Muslims. And as I pointed out before the break, it's not hard to see there's a a sizable uh, strain of distrust of Muslim immigrants. And it's not entirely unjustifiable. If we assume, as various counterterrorism experts on this program have said, and I think is a fair assumption, just given my own experience with Muslims and with Islam, that, that 90, 85 to 90% of them, at worst, are sympathetic, at least of the ones who come here, are sympathetic in some way with radicalism and jihad, that the vast majority are, in fact, apolitical. They don't really take a position on jihad one, one way or the other, to which some of the more radical Anti-Muslims say, well, they, they're allowed to trick infidels. Yeah, sure. That's right. I mean, it's possible. We certainly need to be wary of them. And we need to tighten up who we let into this country, whatever their religious faith. Let's be honest. In fact, that was one of the ironic bits of news that came out this past week. Donald Trump uh, came out supporting a Senate plan to radically cut the amount of illegal, legal immigration to this country. By about half and restricting immigration to people who speak English, who have some support system, who can support themselves, who have skills that America needs. To which you had some of the predictable cries of of racism and xenophobia, uh, which were not moderated by the fact that essentially this is the same policy that Canada uses today in regulating immigration to Canada. They take 30,000 immigrants, 40,000 immigrants a year, 80,000 relatives of Canadians, people who have Canadian citizens to sponsor them as immigrants who are relatives of theirs. And beyond that, I believe another 80,000 or so uh, Canadians who, uh, excuse me, immigrants who have either skills that Canada needs and ergo Canadians who can't do the job. Some job that that, uh, that is needed in Canada, but there is no Canadian who wants the job. Or people who plan to start businesses that will employ Canadians. And while you have all of that, they also have the financial means to not be a burden on the Canadian health care system. This single-payer health care system that all of the uh, American left jabbers about, you don't get to just dip into that when you come across the border. You have to have the financial means to not be a burden on the rest of the country. This is Canada and Australia and Japan and pretty much every country in the EU except as regards immigration. And by the way, I'm sorry, except in as regards uh, refugees and also Mexico and Argentina and South Africa and pretty much India and you name it it's pretty much the immigration policy of just about every civilized country on earth to accept the immigrants that the country needs in terms of skill in terms of in terms of of, of ability in terms of ability to assimilate into the society and by beyond that we should be taking people into this country who plan on assimilating into our society who believe in the things that the Constitution puts out there. And it doesn't matter if they're Muslims or Swedes, Swedish Lutherans. There's a lot of immigrant Western Europe we could do without under that standard. They should believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of property, protection of property, the pursuit of happiness. They should believe that rights are endowed to us by God. They should believe that we have the inalienable right to speak, worship, publish, assemble, Defend ourselves, our families, our property, and our community. Be free from unreasonable search and seizures and all the rest of the rights that God endowed us as humans to say nothing of as Americans. And if you think every person in the world already believes in these things, you're wrong. You're a Pollyanna. And and these people who do not believe in this should not be coming to this country. And frankly, I prefer that the people in this country who do not believe in these things would leave. Or perhaps secede and take their filthy totalitarian wannabe states. I'm talking about you, California, and get out of the United States. Anyway, I digress. Among the rest of the people, among the the, the crowd on social media that is is claiming that we're we're looking at Sharia creeping up on us here. That that in the heart of every Muslim immigrant is a sleeper agent who is just looking for their opportunity to kill some of us, to take some of us with them, to collect their 72 virgins, and to pave the way for the imposition of Sharia law in the United States, of which there are no doubt a few, and of whom we need to be wary. I'm not saying let your guard down. I'm not. But um, among among the crowd who says we need to be watchful of those, there's there's a number who say Islam is not just a religion, but it's a political system, and it is incompatible with democracy. And there's probably something to that. Islam might very well be incompatible with democracy in and of itself as a religion and as a religion that is the basis for a political system. It very well might be. But then when you get right down to it I'm sorry, all you Catholics out there so is Catholicism. I mean, name a Catholic country before a hundred years ago that successfully reformed itself into a modern liberal democracy. The United States was not a Catholic country. We had of the original 13 colonies. Maryland was predominantly Catholic. All the rest of them were Protestant of one form or another. And I'm not saying that Catholics oppose democracy. They clearly don't. Among the signers of the Declaration of Independence were Catholics. Among the people who fought with distinction in the American Revolution were many Catholics. Some of the Maryland regiments were great heroes of the American Revolution. This is not a slur on Catholics. But if you look back at the history of Catholicism, was pretty hostile to the idea of democracy. And you Protestants aren't off the hook either. I mean, you look at what Martin Luther said about the relationship between man, the individual citizen who was not blessed by the divine right of God as a ruler, and, and his government. Martin Luther was no less a believer in the subservience of people to their prince than the worst of the popes were. And you didn't start seeing real support for democracy. And, And by the way, if you're a theologian, feel free to set me straight. But as I understand this, and I've looked into it in some depth, Protestant Christianity didn't really become heavily identified with anything resembling democracy until John Knox's Presbyterian Church in Scotland enacted a highly democratic hierarchy for its church, for the civil governance of the Presbyterian Church, the vestiges of, st- of which still survive today to the great grief of the Presbyterian Church USA, this system having been taken over by liberal whackdoodles. doodles I digress. It was Judeo-Christianity, which, and its in- in- innate focus on the rights and value and worth of the individual, in the in, before God, combined with the innate small-l liberalism of Western civilization, that gave us the system that we, that led, eventually, thinkers to what we have today in America, the idea that, that we're a country where there are inalienable rights that aren't subject to the vicissitudes of our governor, government. They're endowed to us by God, and any government that takes them away is illegitimate. That could not have been created without the innate liberalism of Western society and the focus on the individual, the exaltation, and the blessing of the individual by Judeo-Christian belief. But when you say Islam is incompatible with democracy, you look back at the history of the Catholic Church and even the Lutheran and Methodist and Calvinist churches They weren't necessarily friendly to democracy either. We got past it. We'll talk about that in a moment. But there's more to it than the the chanting point. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot, go nowhere. We'll be right back.
7: Message and data rates may apply.
5: Attention, it is illegal to text and drive. So if you're experiencing hair loss and you want a permanent solution, please pull over now because an incredible offer that could give you your hair back is just one text away. Fosley is the world's most experienced hair restoration expert, always pioneering the latest technology. And now we're giving everyone who texts save one one to five four three five four three an absolutely free information kit that reveals just how easy and affordable this permanent solution really is don't wait when you text save one one to five four three five four three we'll also give you a gift card for two hundred fifty dollars off millions of men and women have come to bosley for a permanent solution to hair loss so pull over now and see for yourself how great your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit text save one one to five four three five four three plus get a free gift card. This amazing offer is just one text away. SAVE11 to 543543.
0: For nearly 100 years, folks have trusted Blue Star medicated ointment to relieve the pain and itching of almost any skin irritation.
1: It works on my son's dry itching feet and their jock itch. I
3: had this rash on my neck. Nothing worked until Blue Star.
6: Blue Star worked great on my ringworm without steroids. My wife
3: and I have been using Blue Star for years. It's never let us down.
6: Look for the
0: white box with the blue star in the first aid section. Feel blue star work fast or your money back.
6: I'm Jan Hill, helping you understand the times.
0: How many hours do you spend using digital media every day? I'm talking cell phones, computers, TV, radio, iPads and tablets, you know, the works. If you're anywhere near the average, it's probably close to 13 and a half hours a day.
6: We have become addicts media, and our lives don't seem to be complete until we get our fix of the media. For younger people, it's social media, and other folks, it is talk media, but it all has the same effect. We are becoming people of information, but we are lacking the wisdom of how to live with it. The Bible teaches that we should pursue understanding and wisdom because they will bring us into a fullness of how to live life. Perhaps a good dose of Bible reading could cure the jitters of being overwhelmed by our media information. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at Olivetreeviews.org.
1: Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. There are safe investments that take out the risk of loss. And that sounds too good to be true, but it's not. There's hybrid investment vehicles that have been created. Things change all the time. We always say, you know, we used to ride horses, now we drive cars. Investment vehicles have changed.
0: Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin. Saturday at 3 and Sundays at 11 a.m. here on AM 1280, The Patriot. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, don't don't forget, don't you dare forget, Blue Ox Heating and Air is partnering with the Patriots to do a furnace and AC unit giveaway to a Twin Cities veteran or active military member. Everyone that registers gets a 15% off tune-up or service in addition to being entered in the furnace or AC unit. Well, what you're going to do is you're going to go find the Patriotic Ox image on the Patriot website or the Ox website. Each week the blue ox is hidden on a different area of the website. Once you find it, you click on it. And let you register. You register, you get the deal on the tuna. God knows I need a tuna. It's been 10 years since I replaced my furnace. Probably playing with fire here. The blue ox men must be young believers in this context. Check it out. Context. <laughs> check it out It's for a great cause giving a furnace or an ac unit to a deserving veteran or active service uh, military member so make sure you do that that's uh, through blue ox uh, air website uh, the blue ox website or the am12a the patriot website go to am12a the patriot.com click on the blue ox contest link to find out more details should you need them what else could you possibly need to know anyway continuing to talk about the bombing this morning at the uh, at the mosque in bloomington Uh, And, of course, again, Berg's 18th law is in full effect. We don't know all the details and and anything you're seeing in the media about this, especially from pressure groups on either side of this issue, is probably a cart full of rubbish. Uh, It's being done for political rhetorical effect or to sell newspapers and, and get eyeballs on the news and on the websites. That's really all it's there for. We won't know the facts for a while. Heck, it's been weeks since the Muhammad Noor shooting. We still know what's going on. So, Berg's 18th law may be a bit too conservative for its own good. At any rate, but I'm not here necessarily to talk about the news, although the news itself. But if indeed it is someone who genuinely has some animus against Muslims, you're doing more harm than good. Because, as we've discussed in this program before, while 90% of immigrants from Muslim countries may well be perfectly capable of of assimilating to America at some point, if you keep telling them they're the enemy, eventually they're going to oblige you. If you keep telling them, yeah, you're just out there to deceive us until you come out with your identity as a sleeper agent and eventually blow us up and impose Sharia law, well, Eventually, some of the less stable among them are going to do exactly that. I mean, there is such a thing as, as people f- <laughs> falling to your lowest expectations. Some of them will. Not all of them. Not even many of them. But it does become a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy, especially with the less stable members of any society. If you don't believe it, it happens here as well. If you don't think the bigotry – if if you're one of those people who believe that the bigotry of low expectations – has had a corrosive effect on African Americans who are native citizens of this country, but you don't think it's going to have a similar effect among Muslim immigrants to this country. I have to wonder, what what crackerjack box did you learn Logic 101 off of? Just, I'd love to hear from you. 651-289-4488. And and by the way, there are elements in the Republican Party in Minnesota who are spreading an awful lot of paranoia, an awful lot of alarmism over over Islam, over Muslims, over not, not over Islam. There's plenty to be alarmed at about fundamentalist Islam. There truly is. But if you say every Muslim who comes to America is a sleeper agent, uh, ready to spread radical armed violent jihad and thus sharia to America because all Muslims, everyone who is a person of the Quran is, is a completely 100% observant of, of the Quran. I have to ask you what other faith in the world has 100% 100% observance from every single one of its adherents if it were true then every jew that commits adultery would be getting stoned in the public square publicly no catholics would eat meat on friday or remarry after divorce unless they got an annulment from the pope or, or whatever the rule is i don't know and i don't from from the from the monsignor i don't know Wherever Catholics get their annulments from, no Catholic would ever get an abortion. Every Pentecostal would pluck their eye out rather than submit to temptation. Because that's what their holy text command them. That's what their doctrine demands of them in every case. And yet, when was the last time you saw one of the Real Housewives of New Jersey getting stoned to death for sleeping around. It doesn't happen. And yet, the Old Testament commands exactly that. And in the case of any of the cast of any of the Real Housewives series, I, I find fundamentalist justice perhaps a little too lenient. But that's just a critical opinion of the television shows involved. Uh, not a desire to return to that. I mean, if you don't know a Catholic who has had a burger on Friday during Lent, if you don't know a Catholic who uses birth control and has gotten married after a divorce without getting the requisite annulment, if you don't know a Catholic that has violated and just flagrantly ignores vast swathes of what the canonical rules for Catholics are supposed to be, that you don't know any catholics i'm sorry there are vast swaths of islam around the world where nobody's getting blown up and and where muslims live with neighbors in relative peace indonesia where it's primarily muslim but there's significant christian minorities and they do okay nobody's killing each other you have a predominantly Muslim country in in Malaysia with sizable Christian minorities and people get along. In India, you have 200 million Muslims getting along alongside 800 million other people, Hindus, animists, Taoists, Confucians, Buddhists, Christians, people of all kinds. Uh, It's not perfect, but nobody's blowing each other up. Nobody's running rampage. (laughs) Islam exists alongside Indian civil law, more or less without a whole lot of issue. Somehow it happens. Somehow the prophecies have not yet come true. No, The the Wahhabi sect in Islam is another whole story. It's a radicalized sect that has taken over a good chunk of Middle Eastern Islam, at least Sunni Islam in the Middle East. And this should scare you. They're starting to set up mosques in Muslim India. And if you start seeing, I mean, there, there are more Muslims in, the middle, in India than there are in most Middle Eastern countries put together. Leave out Egypt. I think there may be more Indian Muslims than there are Muslims in the Middle East. Certainly Sunni Muslims in the Middle East. And yet, and by the way, if the Indian government doesn't do something about the encroachment of Wahhabism, they could be in for a lot of trouble. But at this point, up to this point in the history of India, of Indonesia, of Malaysia, of Albania, of Bosnia-Herzegovina, of Senegal, the parts of the Muslim population that haven't been infiltrated by the Wahhabi. in those, all of those countries, there's almost none, coexist peacefully with the rest of the world, with the Christian world, with all the other faiths. And they are the majority in all those places except Albania, where they're just a large minority. And, and so this this paranoia about Islam, about all Muslims, that you're hearing regrettably read- read- from a small but exceptionally vocal group of, I'm ashamed to say, Republicans, needs to be called out for what it is. Xenophobic paranoia. For all that leftists call us xenophobic and paranoia, without any justification, this is one of those cases that I'm embarrassed to say it's absolutely true. And if it turns out that the bomber was, in fact, a regular... American citizen who was inflamed by paranoia about Islam, this is a very, very, very bad thing that's happened today. Now, if I were a betting man, and I'm not, but if I were, I'd stake a few bucks that this is a false flag today. And I say that not because I don't know that there are some wack doodles out there among the mainstream "Make America Great" crowd, there are a few of them out there. I've known a few. I know a few of them in the present tense. I've managed to get them to block me on Facebook. Thank merciful heavens, because they were rotting my brain just reading their drivel. But if, in fact, it doesn't turn out to be a false flag, a hoax, a a blue-on-blue blue hate crime meant to incriminate uh, the other side. This is going to be something we're going to have to talk about here. I'm looking for representatives of the Twin Cities Muslim community to talk on this broadcast and talk with me about this episode because I think this is important. I I think that you have a lot of people out there who who come to America for all the right reasons, and if you keep telling them, we expect you to become evil any day now, they're not all going to do it but increases the likelihood of any one or two or 10 of them doing it at some point. You tell someone they're bad long enough, they'll they'll some of them will turn bad. It'll happen. You kick a dog long enough, eventually he's going to flinch. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. <laughs>
1: AM 1280, The Patriot.
2: Kelly has just entered the break room.
0: (laughs) There's no weird smell coming from the fridge.
2: The garbage can isn't overflowing. And where's that leftover mess from Friday's potluck? Am I in the right office? That's when Kelly remembered the friendly and affordable staff at CTC Professionals gave her office a thorough cleaning. Don't stress about the mess. Let CTC Professionals keep your business neat and tidy. Call them at 651-404-0132 or online at ctccleaningpros.com. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job but don't make enough money to pay the bills? Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com.
7: Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit aigdirect.com.
6: If you're young and healthy, you don't need life insurance, right? Yeah, that's what I used to think too. Until my brother died at 38. Joe left his wife with two kids, a mortgage, and a stack of bills she couldn't pay. Mary had to sell the house and move everybody into this tiny two-bedroom apartment just to make ends meet. I never want to do that to my wife. So I got life insurance. I called AIG Direct and was really surprised how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. Listen, if you have a family, you should seriously think about getting life insurance. You'll feel a lot better having it. Trust me.
4: Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. A free book to help get the most income in retirement from TV host Josh Melberg has been released. Grab a pen right now because we're about to offer this free book that reveals simple-to-understand truths about annuity strategies. Call 800-885-4477 now, and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Melberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll send you the number one mistakes retirees are making with their investments today and a free DVD, and you can get more income in retirement. Like James, 57. He wants to retire in 10 years, but is afraid he might outlive his savings. He'll receive more than $49,000 of guaranteed income per year for life using next-gen annuity strategies with a $490,000 annuity. That's $49,000 per year for the rest of his life, no matter how long he lives. Call 800-885-4477 to get your free information kit. That's 800-885-4477. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength of the insurance company. Hypothetical examples. Increased income is possible following specific strategies suited to your financial goals.
3: AM 1280, The Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network 651-289-4488 Go nowhere Been talking about the bombing this morning in Bloomington No doubt we'll be talking about it next week When uh, we know some actual news Mark my words, you won't know anything useful about this episode Until early next week if that, let's be honest. we got a few other things to talk about here, but let's uh, let's go to the phones. In St. Louis Park, uh, Mark, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You're on the air.
1: Hi, hey, Mitch. First of all, the uh, bombing was a terrible thing. Yep. But I'll just tell you, take a couple minutes. A couple months ago, I go to St. Louis Park Panera every Saturday morning. Yep. And for, the, for a couple of weeks before that, uh, Jewish organizations all over the country were receiving bomb threats. Yep. And there's a couple behind me with another couple complaining about when Donald Trump going to make a statement. We've got to get these white racists, you know, just trashing Trump and trashing uh, going after they assumed it was a Nazis or a white racist. So right. I pick up the paper. I pick up the paper. I'm on the table just in front of them. I know where this Saturday, is going. <laughs> I said, "Whoa! they they've they've. They caught someone and they charged someone with the bombings. And I'm looking and I'm reading out loud. First, I didn't read it out loud. Right. A 31 year old black man from St. Louis, a journalism, <laughs> a journalist. That's right. And I said to myself out loud, "What are the odds that a black male from St. Louis voted for Donald Trump?"
3: That's right. All of a
1: sudden, all of a sudden, the tables behind me quiet. You get quiet, and then I made one more comment. I said, "I'll bet you the next one they catch will probably be will probably be Jewish." <laughs> sure enough, sure enough. A couple weeks later, it was an Israeli Jew. Yep, and I haven't seen no. I haven't seen that couple back it since. Yep, at that Panera. I'll, I'll let you go. Absolutely, scary,
3: Absolutely, and I believe it. And I've I've heard similar stories from other people. And of course, you're right. The 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 anti Semitic attacks on, Mos- on 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 synagogues. Uh, that happened after the election were almost exclusively what we call false flags, someone who's from the other side who's trying to discredit their enemies. It's just amazing, by the way. I have a fair number of friends who are liberal Jews from the East Coast, including one who's a former uh, lawyer, uh, actually a lawyer who was formerly with the ACLU, who uh, still is of the opinion that fundamentalist Christians are anti-Semitic. And and I was telling you, you, you... really don't hang around many fundamentalist Christians west of the Hudson River, do you? They are the most pro-Israel people and among the least anti-Semitic people you will find in America since we, reckon, we fundamentalist Christians, along with myself, recognize the fundamental relationship between Judaism and the Christianity we practice. Yes, there are some anti-Semites out there. Among the libertarian crowd, I've found, unfortunately, a loathsomely high number of, of anti-Semites, especially anti-Zionists. Uh, that's another whole issue we can talk about sometime. But absolutely, the false flag has become a key part of the attempt to delegitimize the part of this country that voted for Trump. And thankfully, we keep picking out these hoaxes. And, and I, God help me, I'm hoping that this bombing this morning was another of them. I mean, I hate to think any American would be so depraved is to attack people in their place of worship or any place else, quite frankly. And so I guess I'm not hoping it's a hoax, so much a hoax, a false flag attack so much as it, as I'm hoping my intuition and experience in this issue is right. Once again, which is of of little comfort. Well, I'll tell you what, let's talk a little arts and entertainment here. I've, um, uh, I've been saying for a year and a half that I've been waiting for the movie Dunkirk to come out. Whenever I saw the first trailer, gosh, almost a year and a half ago, I saw the first trailers for Dunkirk. Of course, uh, the the movie telling by Christopher Nolan of the uh, large, withdrawal epic evacuation of the British uh, Army from uh, France and Belgium uh, during the early years of World War, in 1940. Uh, it's it 's a one of the great stories of history. The enti- almost the entire uh, British Army, the best of the British Army in Europe at the time, had been committed to France. They were cut off in Belgium by the blitzkrieg. They were trapped with their backs to the sea uh, by the blitzkrieg They retra- retreated by the way, the retreat itself was almost as big a miracle as the evacuation. Uh, I'll, I won't go into the details right now, but the story is one of the great historical miracles of all time. Uh, but they were backed up to the uh, the coast uh, between Ostend and Dunkirk in Belgium, and Dunkirk, of course, is on the uh, French-Belgian border. And so the beaches actually straddled the border, little known bit of historical trivia there. And... Winston Churchill, at the time the Prime Minister, got together with the uh, admirals of the Royal Navy and said, we need to try and get as many men as we we can off here. And they figured, best case, best case we'll get thirty, forty thousand 40,000 of these 250,000 men of the British Expeditionary Force evacuated back to the U.K. successfully. Well, through an epic uh, effort by the Royal Navy, and by the way, along the way, uh, thousands of civilian boat owners who took small craft to help load people from the beaches up to the uh, ships waiting offshore, and in some cases all the way back to the U.K., they managed to evacuate 330,000 British and French soldiers who went on to form the nucleus of the army that liberated Europe four years later, five years later. The, uh, the movie is a great movie. It's, it's, it's an it's a epic war movie. I've heard some criticism of it. Some of it's just ludicrous. For example, the the critic from Marie Claire magazine who criticized it for being too focused on white men. Which doesn't seem out of place for a war that took place in Northwest Europe between two armies, really three armies composed entirely of men. At that time of history, largely white men. Not entirely true. A good chunk of the French army in France at that time was from Africa. Uh, In fact, the Senegalese infantry were the elite of the French army at that time, among the elite. And many of them fought in that campaign. Many of them were evacuated to England. However, the, the movie got a few things wrong. For example, they had the small ships sailing into Dunkirk Harbor to evacuate people. Of course, that's not what happened. They sent the big ships into the harbor where a big ship could load 600 men in half an hour and sail back to the U.K. The small boats went to the beaches and where the water was shallower and they got maybe a third of the people who were evacuated came off the beaches. Still, it was an important story. Uh, there were some other things. I won't spoiler it for you. The biggest complaint I heard that was legitimate was the rather odd pacing of the story. Over the course of the movie, it shows purportedly a week in the life of a British infantryman, a day in the life of some British sailors, and an hour in the life of an RAF pilot. And yet they all wind up in the same place at the same time at the end of the movie. It didn't confuse me because, yep, you know, I was an English major. I love this sort of stuff. <laughs> but I could see how if you're used to a linear structured movie, it would probably make you go, what? Worked for me. I enjoyed it an awful lot. By the way, also, if you're out there, a similar movie on similar topic uh, matter was a movie called Their Finest. A movie about a uh, young Welsh woman working in the British propaganda film industry about the same time. Wonderful movie if you get to see it. I uh, don't have much more time to talk about it. Maybe later on here. I'll be writing about it on my blog this coming week, shotinthedark.info. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, thanks for spending the, the afternoon with me. God bless you all. God bless America.
1: Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow, today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952. Five four four two eight three seven. That's nine five two five four four two eight three seven. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost
0: financial review today.
7: Registered representative of Appendant of Questar Capital Corporation, Member FINRA/SIPC. Advisory services offered through Questar Asset Management.
0: What do you call charging thousands of dollars for hearing aids? I call it outrageous because hearing should not be a privilege for the rich. It's a basic right everyone deserves. Hi, I'm Dr. Chirakuri, board-certified ear, nose, and throat physician. If you or a loved one suffer from hearing loss but can't afford thousands for a hearing aid, I created MD Hearing Aid for you, a high-quality medical-grade hearing aid for a fraction of that price.
2: Try MD Hearing Aid risk-free for 45 days. Call 1-800-491-1931.
0: No costly doctor's visit. No expensive and time-consuming fittings or appointments. No ugly, old-fashioned hearing aid that costs thousands. MD Hearing Aid is an FDA-registered, audiologist-tested hearing aid that's discreet and lets you hear what you've been missing at a savings of more than 80% off the average price of a traditional hearing aid. Try MD Hearing Aid
2: risk-free for 45 days with a 100% money-back guarantee. Call 1-800-491-1931. Plus, you'll get free shipping and free batteries for a year. 1-800-491-1931.
7: If you're a sleep apnea sufferer who's on the go, go to your phone and call right now to try the world's first portable mini CPAP device, absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. It's the Transcend Mini CPAP, an engineering marvel that's as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. Its unique design is so small and so light, you can fit it in your laptop bag or purse to use anywhere you go. No more dragging around a big, bulky CPAP. Even better, now you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights by calling minicpap.com. 1-800-919-5232. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. You can also add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. So now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't wait. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicipap.com now. 1-800-919-5232. That's 1-800-919-5232.
4: Active military and veterans, find the Patriotic Blue Ox and win a free furnace or AC unit from Blue Ox Heating and Air. AM 1280, the Patriot and Blue Ox have partnered to honor veterans and active military. In order to win, find the Patriotic Blue Ox on either am1280thepatriot.com or go to blueox.com. Each week it can be found in a different spot on the websites. Find it, click it, and register to win it. Veterans and active military who register get an instant 15% discount on Blue Ox service or tune-ups. Find the Patriotic Blue Ox today